Hello there and welcome to the Prayer in the Making Lent Book Club episode 25 uh, and we're in chapter 12, the last chapter of the book and wow what a journey it has been. I um, I woke up this morning thinking I don't actually think there's anything else left in my head to say about prayer that I haven't said on these podcasts and <laughs> true to form I'm going to not say anything particularly new on this one but hopefully something helpful. Uh, but it has been a complete joy to have to rack my brains every couple of days and read the book and think about what I wrote. So thank you so much to those of you who've journeyed through this, whether you're listening to this on uh, the Maundy Thursday or Good Friday in which I'm recording it, or whether you listen to it in a few months' time when you've made it this far through the book. Um this is chapter 12. It's called Resilience and it's really about, it's it's a bit of a recap, but it's also looking at how do we build a resilient rhythm of prayer in our lives. It's all well and good to have a go at all these different things. What does it really look like to uh, regularly do this stuff as a matter of course as we pray? Um, I don't know how well it answers those questions, but that was the that was where my head was when I wrote the chapter. Um, and this first section is called Building Rhythms and it's about building a rhythm and it's all about uses the Lord's Prayer as a bit of a template for just the different areas of prayer that we should regularly be dipping into. Um, and uh, you can read all about that. <laughs> but what I wanted to talk about is something I allude to in the chapter, which is the idea of uh updrafts in the Holy Spirit. I, I was reading this on my speech software on my phone uh, when I read it through yesterday and it kept talking about updrafts and I was like, well, no, it's an updraught. And I had to go back and check the word, oh, an updraft. So um, the, the background to this is that for a long time now, as I probably said about 25 podcasts ago, for a long time now, I've been teaching on prayer and personality. And it was a really important part of my work in the early days with the Salvation Army was learning how to help people find their way to prayer, given their personality. And uh, the analogy that I used to use was the one which uh, figures at the beginning of this chapter of the large seabirds who can't uh, take off from the ground and lift their own weight. So they live up sort of up high or they, they nest or perch or roost up high and then sort of drop off the edge of things in order to catch the updraft, uh, the thermal, which lifts them. And uh, it has been my passion for a long time that whilst I don't think all of prayer should be easy, I do actually think there should be updraft experiences in prayer, things that we know are pretty much surefire. I love doing this. I love this kind of prayer. I, I am always energised when I go to prayer this way um, because what other relationship in your life with anyone that you're close to do you not have that? So I think about the people I love, the people I'm close to. And with each of those people, there's something that I love the thought of doing. There's something most of them involves very long conversations over coffee and coffee. Well, tea in my case and cake in coffee shops. But in most of my relationships in, or in all the relationships with those that are close to me, there's something. And I just think it doesn't matter what the day's like, it doesn't matter what's going on. If I could just go and do that with that person, if I could just, you know, if I could just sit sit down and watch some telly with so-and-so, or if I could just go out for a coffee with so-and-so, you know, that, that it always enthuses me. The, that it's the thing 
about spending time with them that I love the most. And if that is true of every close human relationship I have, why would that not be true of God? I think we get into our heads that prayer is a discipline and it's not, you know, it's something that we need to get better at and so on and so forth. And all the all the stuff we talked about in the early chapters about guilt and feeling we're rubbish at it and so on. Actually, we lose sight of the fact that there are that, that we should each have uh, a particular aspect of our relationship with God, something we do in that prayer life, prayer rhythm that we absolutely love. Now, it's not the only thing we do. Uh, if if all I ever did with, you know, if I thought I really love to sit down and, you know, I love sitting down and watching the telly with with the people I share a house with. If if the only thing I, we ever did in our household was watching telly, uh, not much would get done. Some might say, dot, 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 uh, but not much else would get done in life if all we did was watch telly. So, of course, there are other things that we do. But in truth, there should be something. Prayer is going to include all the things we've read about in this book, I hope, but there should be something. And that, that, that always draws you, always enthuses you, you always love the thought of. Uh, it's never a hardship to do this and the truth is what that is for you is massively going to depend on your personality so um, I'm going to talk you very briefly through the four personality types that I mention in the chapter not because there are only four simply because uh, I if if you make it more than four it becomes a very long chapter and a very long podcast um, and specifically to do with the updraft of what does it mean if you're with that kind of personality what sort of things might give you the updraft. Now, many of you have heard me teach on this before. Some of you are already reaching for the stop button because you're like, Linda, I've heard this teaching so many times. Uh, that's fine. You're allowed to switch off. I'm not going to say anything new or radical. Uh, I am just going to very briefly summarise. And you will know, if you've ever heard this before, that I use four characters from the beach. Uh, I won't explain why, um, because it will take too long. But um, it's all about all being in the same environment, all going to prayer as it were but all approaching it slightly differently so the sunbather the surfer the ice cream seller and the snorkeler uh, if you want to know more about uh, any of those just go to www.salvationarmy.org.uk forward slash one dash thing one as in a word one dash thing and you will find all of our prayer school teaching and episode one of season one is me teaching on this so it, with a few people sharing their stories of how prayer works for them so if you want to know more that's where you need to go www.salvationarmy.org.uk forward slash one dash thing and you'll find it um but how do you find your updraft if you are a sunbather that means you're essentially quite a contemplative person and for you prayer the best kind of prayer is where you don't really have to do anything it's just where you have to just be soaking you probably remember you might remember a quote from Rowan Williams earlier in the book about soaking in the sunlight of God's presence that's a that's that's a real sunbather stuff that you love just to sit still to be still to rest to uh, let the presence of God rest over you and not have to do much not have to get into all the detailed intercession and everything for you, prayer is restful and reflective. If that's you, that is your updraft and you will do all the other stuff, but that's the place that it's worth starting. And over this weekend, if you get any opportunity to do that, I would highly recommend it. Do something 
that is your updraft. Perhaps you're more of an active soul and perhaps you loved chapter five, the action prayer stuff. You know you're, you sit still and you're immediately likely to fall asleep. For you, it's about getting up and doing. We call that the surfer prayer style. So, you know, the people that go to the beach and go, why on earth would you lie on the sand when you could just, you know, catch some waves and do ridiculous things on, on a random piece of board? Um, you can tell I'm not a surfer, can't you? Uh, what about prayer for you? The, the updraft for you is not going to be sitting still. It's not going to be the contemplative. It's not going to be the the detail or the focus uh, working through lists or whatever. It's going to be the action stuff. It's going to be uh, being up and about. It might even be some of the warfare stuff, you know, getting involved, getting your hands dirty in some social justice stuff. That's where prayer comes alive for you. So again, this weekend, don't feel ashamed of that. Lots of surfers tell me that they feel very guilty, that they're not good at all the quiet stuff. Well, I say, you know, we're all different. And just because the church has often preferred the quiet stuff, it's easier to include in a church service. That's why all the quiet stuff doesn't mean God prefers the quiet stuff. So for you, maybe you need to get out for a walk this week. Bluebell season is starting. Maybe you need to get out into the bluebells. Maybe you need to um, maybe you need to go for a drive. Maybe you need to go surfing. Maybe you need to get involved in something. Maybe you need to creosote your fence or maybe you need to, you know, do one of those action prayers uh, because it it brings you joy and it's your joyful connection with God. If you are the ice cream seller, you are the person who is the only person I could think of who goes to the beach not for their own benefit. So the ice cream seller takes, you know, you're all doing your thing and the ice cream person's coming round with their, you know, with their offerings to make your day even better. And this for me, these this is the caring personality type. Though This is those of you who for whom actually what really motivates you in prayer is praying for other people it's it's reaching out your heart it's heart prayers and shoulder prayers it's it's all the stuff we talked about in the intercession chapter um it's the it's the compassion stuff maybe it's the praying scripture type stuff you know actually if that's you it's probably better not to start just sitting still or it's probably better not to start praying for yourself but to start praying work outwards um think outwards first and then come back to praying for yourself so intercession if that's you intercession is probably where you most want to start from and I would encourage you uh, this weekend to get yourself an intercession project get yourself a something that you commit that you're going to pray through uh, over the the coming days and weeks that's often a, a good thing to do fourthly the fourth category are the snorkelers those who go to the beach uh, and stick on a funny mask and go and look at fish um, and the like. Uh, for me, uh, this is the, the thinkers, the snorkelers are the ones who love to dissect something, who love to open something up. And you know, when it comes to prayer, snorkelers have often felt a little bit left out because we're all meant to just, you know, switch off our brains and switch on our faith and not worry about whether any of it makes sense or not. Just pray. And actually, snorkelers, that's not how you do things. And if you're that person, then your intellect, your ability to think on something, your ability to think critically is where you meet the Holy Spirit. It's not what you do instead of meeting the Holy Spirit. It is where you meet the Holy Spirit. I love reading. I love bloggers who write and you can just tell as they're writing and reasoning out something, there's a there's sparking happening in their minds. The Holy Spirit is there. It's an updraft uh, of the Holy Spirit for them. If you're a snorkeler, 
find a way this weekend to dig your mind into something. Uh, I'm going to recap those four because there are some little words that it might be helpful. So listen out. Now you've heard the summary. Listen out for the one that's you. So sunbather. Prayer is about being and it's all about the restful and the reflective. Okay. If you're a surfer, prayer is about experience. It's the, it's the doing something. And it's all about things that are concrete and creative. By concrete, I don't mean fixed. I mean concrete as in tangible. Things you can touch, things you can do, things you can move forward. Uh, not too abstract, but concrete and creative. Uh, if you're an ice cream seller, then it's prayer is about caring. It's the expression of your heart for other people. And... Uh, it is productive. You do like the feeling of getting a job done. It is productive and it's people oriented. If you're a snorkeler, then prayer is all about discovery. It's the excitement of uncovering things, literally digging things out. And it is focused and forensic. So focused. Snorkelers are brilliant at very strategic prayer. You might have loved the strategy chapter. Uh, you know, for you, prayer is something to deploy the brain in and around. Uh, forensic, uh, for a lot of snorkelers, the, the, the best thing to do in prayer is really to just open up big questions, to start exploring doubts, uh, uncovering areas of uncertainty and bringing those into the light uh, in your prayer and and just letting the Holy Spirit speak into some of that. So there's, there's so much more I could say about all of those. But I encourage you this weekend to pick one. Even if you're sitting there going, oh, I'm probably two or maybe three or maybe all four. That's fine. Just pick one that you really do think most resonates with you or that you have a feeling resonates quite a lot with you. And go and do something uh, in that vein this weekend. And as I said, Good starting places in the book. If you're sunbather, go back to chapter four. Look at the stillness stuff. If you're um, a surfer, go back to chapter five. Look at the action prayer stuff. If you're an in, if you're a uh, ice cream seller, go back to chapter six. Look at the intercession stuff. If you're a snorkeler, go back to chapter seven and look at the strategy stuff. It isn't that the other chapters don't apply, but those are good starting points. And as you read those chapters, you might or look at some of those exercises, you might find yourself reminded of other chapters and exercises that you'd like to have a go at. So go with that. And I shall be back uh, on Saturday for or Sunday, one of the two, probably recorded on Saturday anyway, for the last of these podcasts. And in the meantime, thank you for journeying with me and may the first half of your Easter be particularly blessed.